So as Jesus is going towards Jerusalem, he sets his face like flint. He's determined to do the Father's will. And at this point of the, the Gospel of Luke, there's no turning back. Once he goes forward to fully do God's will, he's completely committed to it. So there's three different kind of asks of, will you follow me? And Jesus gives three different responses. And so that's what I'd like to talk about in today's homily. I think the one that we probably all heard that is the most disturbing one is where uh, the man says, I will follow you. And Jesus says to the, he, he will, I'll follow you, but first I must bury my father. And Jesus says, let the dead bury the dead. You guys at all disturbed by that? That, that one's a little troubling and confusing, isn't it? Why Jesus would say that. So that's what I'm going to address and talk about um, what, the, what the depth of the meaning is of this gospel. This gospel is all about the call. So these disciples that are called to follow Jesus, that he either calls them or they themselves initiate and say, I would like to follow you. So there are three things about the call. The first situation is there's a man on a journey who says to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus says, foxes have dens and birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. What he's telling him very clearly is, if you follow me, there's not going to be a lot of security that you're going to find anymore in the world. The only security you're going to find is in me. And so Jesus is even saying, I myself have no place to lay my head because the only thing that will fulfill me is doing my Father's will. So the first part of the invitation to discipleship is that it will be difficult for us and we will have to give up a lot to follow God's will. The second is the one who Jesus says, follow me, and his reply is, well, let me go first and bury my Father. But he answered him, let the dead bury their dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Let the dead bury the dead. So one of the corporal works of mercy is burying the dead. It's something that is very sacred in our faith and throughout Judaism too, when Jesus was, was at that time, burying the dead was seen to be a sacred thing. Well, what Jesus is saying in this is even more important than any other thing that might be sacred in our lives following him comes first. And when he says the phrase, let the dead bury the dead, he's basically saying, anyone that doesn't follow me or follow my will might as well be dead because I'm the way to life. I am the resurrection. And so he's saying, it's your choice. You can follow me or you can be dead and go back and bury the dead. We don't know if his father was actually dying or if he was just kind of using this as like, uh, yeah, Jesus, what about this? So this is one of the points where Jesus kind of takes a moment and, and makes it extreme to help us see that there is nothing else more important in our lives than following Jesus, not even bearing the dead. And so he's making it very clear that if we want to follow him, he is first. He is the, the, the first and the primary love of our lives, and everything else takes second place to Jesus. I remember when I was going into the seminary, and I was kind of discerning it when I first uh, was thinking about going, and I felt in my heart that I was ready. My whole life I didn't want to be a priest, and I kept saying, no God, no God, no God. 
Well, now all of a sudden in my heart I feel ready and I'm, I'm going to go into the seminary. And then I began telling my friends about this. And it was amazing the response that I got because overwhelmingly my friends said, don't do it. You're making a mistake. And it was, it was crazy because um, I was at like such peace with this already. And when I went back to kind of consult my peers, their response was, don't do this. Your life's going to be over. You're not going to have any fun. We're going to lose you as a friend. And uh, it occurred to me that had I not said yes, like had I listened to my friends who I cared about and I loved, how different would my life have been? I think about the, the joy I have of the priesthood. Like, I just thank God that I, I'm a priest and what he's done for me in my life. So if I would have not said yes to that, I might as well be dead. There's a number of young boys I've worked with over the years to help into the seminary and to discern priesthood. And uh, many of them do, and they go, and they're very happy, and the rest of their lives is amazing. But some say no. And uh, you just have a sense sometimes that somebody's got a call to the priesthood. And uh, the ones that have said no, it's been so difficult to watch their lives because they've turned out to be a mess. It's been a pretty bad uh, scenario. So if we don't respond to God, if we don't listen to his call, we might as well be dead because we're spiritually dead. So his call has to come first in our lives. And then finally we hear the, the ones say, I will follow you, Lord, wherever you go, but first let me say farewell to my family. And Jesus says to him, no one who sets a hand to the plow and ever looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. So I was in the seminary for six years. I get to my last year. I'm, I'm about to be ordained to be a priest. And I started freaking out. Like I was almost having uh, anxiety, panic attacks about like making this final decision, like promising my whole life uh, to be a priest. And I remember really having a difficult time with this. And um, I would pray throughout the year, and my spiritual director was uh, just a wonderful man. He died about a week ago, but he was my director for 16 years. I will never forget this line that he said to me. This was the final time that I discerned, yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and uh, be ordained. He said to, to me, he looked me deep in the eyes, and he said, if you say yes to this, put your hand to the plow and never look back. That struck me like a bolt of lightning, that if I, if I say yes to this with God, I'm never going to question it again. I'm never going to doubt it again. I was with a couple recently, and they actually talked about how early on in their marriage, they began to, like, think, what did we do? Like, I got to be married to this person now for the rest of my lives. And the, the same thing applies to that. Put your hand to the plow and never look back. I'm sure you've heard in marriages, you know, the phrase, the honeymoon is over. You know, so you get married, they're all in love, and then the honeymoon ends, and sometimes people say, what am I doing? Why did I do this? And those are the moments where you have to go back and say, no, I chose this with Jesus. I said yes. And so put your hand to the plow and never look back. You might be 40 years into your marriage and even questioning it still. Remember those promises that you made. Put your hand to the plow and never look back. I think, too, with the idea of let the dead bury their dead, our, God calls us in life to different things. So 
he's called me to priesthood, he's called some of you to married life, some to religious life, some to the single life. But we're all called in our baptismal call to be holy, to be the people that he has created us to be, and to let nothing prevent that. But then within each of all those calls, Mother Teresa used to say, we all have a call within the call, that God wants to do something unique and special with each one of us that no other person can do on the earth but you. And I think it's important that when you discover that call, that you let everything else go that would get in the way of it. Let that, let that passion, let that love that the Lord has given to you take precedence over everything. I think one of the most practical measures we have for this is Mass on Sunday. So there are plenty of other things that are important in your lives, I know that. And I know you're all here on Sunday, so this is wonderful. But it's a good example of like, I'm going to choose this over everything else because it's important. And then during your day, there's going to be different times in your day where God nudges you and you feel a little nudge of God and a call. And it's so important that when God calls us, we respond. And we're willing to put aside anything else that might seem important. And Jesus uses this phrase to make it very clear, let the dead go and bury the dead. If I don't follow the Father's will in my vocation, in my holiness, in my day-to-day interactions, I may as well be spiritually dead. And so I just invite you to let this be a moment, Now I'll give you a moment after, after the homily, just to think about your life and the times that you have said yes to the Lord and maybe you've wavered, maybe you're wavering now, but just to recommit yourself and, and say yes and mean it with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. If you've looked back, I just want you to take your hand to the plow now, look forward, and don't ever look back. Let his call be what is most important in our lives.